My little boy is seven years old and he is officially following a workout program and learning more and trying hard on nutrition. And I couldn't be prouder of him. So I'm gonna cover what he's doing, what I'm teaching him, and what I hope this turns into long-term for him. Today. This is the Game of Food. This is the Game of Food. We're helping real people get real results with delicious food. Real Real food. Live from Spencer's home studio, podcasting to the world. This is Game of Food. And here's your host, Spencer Frederick. So like I said, my little boy Clay is seven years old and he is officially following a workout program and he's working hard on nutrition. I don't necessarily have a nutrition plan. I'm just giving him like these overarching rules to follow with nutrition and he's doing a pretty good job. And so my my aim today is just to kind of map out what he's doing, what I'm teaching in case there is somebody out there listening to this that wants to pass this along to their kids because that's what I... I I really love this topic. I love the topic of teaching kids about working out, nutrition, and mindset. I really do. I love it. And I think that that's probably how we're going to take a big chunk out of this obesity and and overweight trend that we have. It, It is still going in the wrong way. And I think the only way, I don't think a perfect nutrition plan is gonna solve that. I don't think the perfect gym or the perfect workout program is gonna take a big chunk out of that. I think it's it's parenting and I think it's what we teach our kids. And then once we start doing that, once once parents have a protocol or a system that they can follow for their kids, I think we have a big chance at bringing down the overweight and the obesity trends, as well as, you know, I don't know, only need to talk about overweight or obesity, as well as the diabetes trend, as well as, you know, cholesterol, high blood pressure. You know, I think we only take a big chunk out of this and when we teach our kids, we teach the next generation how to do this. And so what am I having Clay do? So he is following a workout program. We just wrote it on a, on a big marker board. It was a old marker board I used for business in my, in my old office. I would take notes and leave like reminders up there and, and kind of big picture notes that I wanted to keep somewhere I'd put on the marker board. Well, I got a new marker board that looks better. And so I gave him my, my old marker board. It's a, it's a pretty sizable one and, and we have a little black Sharpie. And so I just wrote down movements that he should be doing. We, Right now we're doing two chest movements, push-ups and a dumbbell press. We're doing squats. We're doing crunches. We're doing a dumbbell shoulder press, bicep curl, tricep, and we're targeting every single muscle group. I'm not going to list them all. But then he he does those anywhere from two to four days per week. I'm not like a Nazi and like, hey, Clay, you got to work out today. No, it's, it's usually his decision. Sometimes I have to encourage him, but he, I find that he's liking that I am encouraging him to work out. And so it started with just like, you know, at night we would do push-ups and crunches. Like we have like a little wind down time sometimes. My wife kind of leads that. Um, I'm not always a part of it, but usually I am. And so I remember it started with just like simple movements, like Clay would do some push-ups and some and some crunches, and little Tessa and little Rosie would do push-ups and crunches and stuff like this. Uh, but but Clay loved it. Clay loved it, and I felt like you know what? There's there's a chance with him that we we can evolve this. You know, we can go to the next level. So I think I had I don't know where I got these dumbbells. No, I think I bought them. 
I think I bought him some really light dumbbells, some threes and some fives. And he outgrew them quick. It was it was impressive. Um, you know, I, I created that workout program. We used the threes and the fives for dumbbells, and he already needed bigger ones. So actually, just a few weeks ago, we went and purchased some eights and some tens. And he's not a very big seven-year-old. He's kind of slender. He's kind of short and stuff. Like other seven-year-olds are usually bigger and... and and taller than him and stuff. So anywho, I don't know why I said that, but <laughs> he, he now has eights and tens. And I can tell that we're gonna have to purchase some more in the coming weeks as well, some heavier ones for certain movements. So anyway, he's been sticking to that two to four days per week. It's usually kind of his idea. I do encourage him. It's a good reminder that when we do that wind down time for bed that I sit in his room and, and then it's the marker board and the dumbbells are right in front of us. So it's, it's a really easy reminder. So we kind of put ourselves in that environment. Now with nutrition, what is Clay working on? Number one overarching thing he's working on is uh, more, more protein. We're trying to get protein in every single meal. And sometimes we don't win at that and stuff, but I want him to be thinking about it. So it started out with like, hey, Clay, you know, you want to eat certain proteins. So then I would try to help him figure out what a protein was, eggs, chicken, steak. You know, I would have him try my protein bars. Sometimes I have him, uh, sometimes I have him drink one of those protein shakes, like the Fairlife things and, and the muscle milks and stuff like that. He likes that. What I've found is now he does know what a protein is. He's pretty good. I'm sure he would still make some mistakes, but he knows what a protein is. Another thing that we tackled was reading nutrition labels. Uh, he looks for, he looks for four things. He looks at calories, what what the total calorie is per serving. He looks at how, how many grams of protein and he looks at how many grams of carbohydrates and fats so that he knows how to read a nutrition label. And you know what I found was when he read calories, he kind of thought calories were, were bad. You wanted them to be really low. And he and he wanted calorie or he wanted grams of protein to be really high. And I was like, you know, none of this is necessarily good or bad. Calories are not a bad thing. I said, Clay, we have to have calories every day. We have to have calories to be fed. Okay, calories is just food, and all food has calories. Broccoli has calories, all the way to a Reese's cup has calories. It's all the same if we're talking about calories here. Okay, well, he understood that. So now he, he asks like, hey, is this a good amount of calories? So I like his language around that now. He doesn't think calories are bad, but when he looks at a nutrition label, he's like, dad, is 190 calories a lot for this? And I'll tell him yes or no. Now, a more re recent one we've been looking at is like good carbs to be eating and, and, and not necessarily bad carbs, but like more focus on like good carbs. So like oatmeal, I made like an oatmeal bake the other day, bananas, oatmeal, peanut butter, other stuff in there. It was, it was a decent uh, breakfast option. And I was like, oatmeal is a good carbohydrate source. So I said, these oatmeal bars aren't, don't, they don't have very many grams of protein because he's been very focused on protein, but this is a good carb source. Ah, the light bulb kind of went off like, okay, there are some good carbs that I should be eating. And so now what I'm going to do is, is tell them like, hey, we should be eating potatoes and sweet potatoes and, and fruits are a good carb source and, and stuff like this. And so what we've done recently too, maybe a month or two ago, uh, Clay's mom, my wife, had him measure certain body parts. So his 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 arm, his bicep, you know, always wants to know how big his biceps are. And he always wants to know how big his, his calves are. He likes working on his calves. And so we measured these different uh, body parts and we'll probably measure them again here soon and, and write them down on the marker board. And then I have him weigh in. 
So he he writes the weigh-in on the board. And what I've taught him with his weigh-ins is like, we don't have to be obsessed with what we weigh. It kind of doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, what matters more is, is measurements. What, what matters just as much is, is your pictures, your progress pictures, if you're making progress. And, and what matters also, cause my wife is in the health, healthcare field, what also matters is your blood work. So this is, these are things that we're teaching him to measure as well. Now, number one, why am I doing this? Number one, because I've taught this to my little girls as well. It's just they don't have as much of an interest as Clay does, but I'm teaching it to all three of them because I want to pass down these habits. I think I've been doing this for so long that I see people sign up for our program and the number one thing we're battling is the old habits that they learned when they were growing up in their adolescence. You know, the, the, their parents' habits are now their habits. And they're trying to stomp some of those habits out. So if you grew up and you guys went to fast food all the time, your kids are more likely to do the same. These are habits that we learn and they're, they're hard to kick, especially as we become adults. And so that's all I want to do is pass off this information and teach them and, and maybe form some decent habits so that when they move out, you know, they have a good baseline on how to do a decent job with their health and body. I'm not saying they have to be bodybuilders. I don't care about that, but I want them to be in a place where for most of their life, if not all of their life, they have ideal health and an ideal body that they're happy with. Because I think most people are not happy with their health and their body. I don't want that for my kids. So hopefully what I'm doing will result in a better situation for them when they're adults. That's my number one goal. Number two is I do put more energy into this with Clay, my middle child Clay, because he has a just a genuine interest. So if he if he hated it, I think it would be a lot harder for me to teach him these things. I'm still going to teach all three of my kids. It's going to land for some of them and some of them it might not. I think Tessa, my oldest, I think she might have to learn the hard way a little bit. She have to. She might have to make some mistakes and go through a period where she does eat bad and, and gain some weight when she's an adult. And she's like, huh, I don't want this. What should I be doing? And then she's going to click, remember, maybe some of the things I said when she was when she was growing up. So I know that this is not like, it's not going to solve it for everybody. You know, one thing I figured out as a parent is like, we have three kids and they have three different personalities. You have to treat them all different and, and, and your good efforts don't always land. And, and maybe Rosie, she's only four. So I don't, I don't really say too much to her. I try a little bit, but maybe when she's seven, she'll be like Clay and she'll have a genuine interest in it and maybe not. And so I'm able to pour more of this into Clay because he does have a genuine interest, you know, and, and another reason, you know, maybe this is related to number one, but number three is I want to be a good leader. I think I think dads want to be a leader. We think about that in our head. We want to be a good leader. We want to we want to make the decisions and and stuff like that. And I think a good leader is a dad that does do the hard thing. And the hard thing with nutrition is meal prepping and eating the right way. The hard thing is doing strength training or staying active. I want my kids to think I was tough because I was able to stick to my healthy routine and my healthy habits. I want to show them. I want to be the example. And I think being a good example is a good leader. 
leading by example. The one thing I, I the, maybe this will be the last thing I say today, is what I don't want this to turn into, and I've already heard people say it, is that teaching your kids about nutrition and fitness is obsessive. I've heard people say that it creates eating disorders. And I and I completely disagree. And I'm I'm never gonna listen to anybody that that believes that. I think the majority of the United States is overweight, obese, or they don't have the blood work that they don't have healthy blood work. And so I have to change that path. I can't follow that path and parent like some of those people. I have to parent in a new way. And this is new for me. Okay, my my parents didn't didn't teach me all this stuff. And so I'm I'm trying to break that by teaching my kids about nutrition and fitness. And I'm going to make sure that they realize when they when they hop on the scale that they shouldn't care at all what the scale says. It's just a number. I'm going to teach them that, you know what, you make mistakes sometimes with nutrition. You have too many cookies. You don't need to experience shame or beat yourself up. You just you just get back on track the next meal. You know, I'm going to teach them that that measuring cups and food scales are just a way to know your portions. It's not something that's obsessive. It's people don't know their portions. So you want to align with the very few that do know their portions because the people that do know their portions and eat all the food groups, they eat protein, carbs, and fats, and treats, and still have their health, you want to align with them. And this is how you know your portions. So I hope this helps. This is something that I'm pretty passionate about. But it's hard. You can't really write a plan for little kids. You know, you can't really write a plan for kids ages, you know, 0 to like 11. Maybe at 12 you can start to. Uh, But you can have them, you can teach them the habits. And I promise you, some of your kids, it will land. Even if it doesn't land right now, today, It'll land 10 years from now after they realize you were right. That's why I'm, I'm doing this with Clay and why I'm making this episode. Spencer, signing off.